the podcast open to everyone i'm your host luke and with me as always is my co-host mr andy say hello mr andy no i am not gonna say hello mr andy although i I am gonna greet you the only way i can greet you today luke and that is happy birthday my friend i know it was just your birthday over the weekend you must have had a blast and i want to hear all about it yeah it was it was a good time it was all right, so I used to live in Melbourne, and it's a city about two hours from my house. It has, I guess, a lot of cities have this reputation of like bad weather, but Melbourne especially. It was really good. It was nice and sunny, so that was good because we made the trip down to Melbourne for some bowling. Mind you, this is going to be, I'm not sure how entertaining this is going to be for, for everyone understanding, but. Fuck them. All right, so we, we only were able to book for one game because we booked like a few, few days before. Because we tried the freaking phone line or whatever they had, you know, like three, two or three times or something like that, and they put us on hold for like half an hour. I'm like, how are we on hold for this long? How many people want to bowl? Bowling? What the hell? So I was like, fuck this, I'll just do it online. But by then, people had booked out, booked things out. So we played one game, but it turned out alright. It was pretty, it was pretty fun. It was a lot of fun. And by then, you know, like everyone was kind of over bowling and wanted to go down to the the bar and. Uh, and sink a lot of drinks, which is what we did. I didn't pay for a single drink that night, man. I was I was very happy no, with that. I have some can't. absolutely wonderful yeah. family and friends that made that happen. <laughs> so that's against that's the it. law in America. If it's your birthday and you try to pay for a drink, the bartender punches you in the face. That's what happens. Uh, there's a law like that here too. So uh, th- thankfully, I was uh, unpunched now, in the face. Th- there is a downside to that, though, Luke, and that is, I mean, maybe an upside depending on what kind of friends you have but uh is that you have to if it's your birthday not only can you not pay for a drink but you have to drink every drink that's bought for you which is can be troublesome sometimes <laughs> if if you are a you know tricky friend you can order ridiculous shots like we have a shot called deer sperm you know oh, or shit. you could get them something like a fucking boiler maker which is like the worst drink of all time shot of whiskey in a beer you know, well, and then they have to drink it. So it just depends on what kind of friends you have. All right. So I don't know what kind of brag this is, but I did drink every drink that was bought for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you had to. This is my 40th, my 21st. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no one gave me any kind of weird, crazy, funny drinks. It was. Uh, oh, lame. 
Nice to scotch and coke. So it was, it was fucking. Yeah, my nice, go-to mate. is deer sperm. Happy birthday! Here's deer sperm. <laughs> Looks <laughs> like sperm. <laughs> it doesn't look it's like sperm. Funny. You specifically said it looks like deer sperm. It does. Yeah. <laughs> you look at it, you go, you know what? That looks like deer sperm. <laughs> it's Bailey's and uh, and Jägermeister, by the way. Oh my god. That, That's kind of gross. Yeah, it sounds very gross. Uh, do you drink that yourself? Like you can't order it for people and not ever drink it yourself. That's that's kind of rude. yeah. You can. You've never had a spoon. I have had one, yeah, because somebody bought it for me on my birthday, and that's where I learned that trick to fuck with people. So although uh, no one invites me out drinking, right I mean, no one is inviting me out drinking at all, let alone on their birthday or something. So it's, it's not like this is important anyway. Oh man, no. But uh, yeah, deer sperm. The more you know, I've I've never heard of that, and now uh, now I know about it. It's gonna happen. You're welcome. <laughs> oh my goodness. So yeah, and as we record this episode, I'm wearing one of my birthday presents, which is a King Switch Bullet Club shirt. It's got the cobra on it. It's fucking awesome. So there's that. He's a good wrestler. He's yeah. Oh, yeah, he's the best. He's the best in the world. I know a lot of wrestlers right now want to say that, but... That's like, yeah, that's like the... That's the ultimate brag. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's like, uh, I don't know. Take some legendary sports guy and saying, it's like, you know, it's like, I'm Babe Ruth or something. <laughs> you can't say stuff like that. Or no. you can. <laughs> Didn't he only have those records... Because it was like only white people in the league or something at the time. Uh, that's part of it, but he was also like an amazing baseball player because he did like every position it was amazing. So okay, so a little of column A and a little of column B then. Yeah, yeah. All right, so dude, this is Never Realm, so we could go anywhere, but there's some wrestling news. There's some wrestling things going on. Oh, but. Oh, you don't want to talk about wrestling? All right, we don't have nah. to. <laughs> Just kidding. It's fine. We, I was, we were going over all the stuff we have to talk about and like most of <coughs> wrestling. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh. Well, you know, it was just a, a pretty good, solid birthday. You know, crazy stories and stuff. But we we got we got uh, back to where we were staying at about uh, two two thirty in the morning. So hadn't been out quite that long in a while. It was good. It was a good time. Yeah, the boss. Good. I'm glad. You know, it's probably been. That's not how your birthday was last year, right? You know, so this is. Uh, that's another that's thing. Good. Like, I wanted to go to Melbourne. I think even if I wasn't turning forty, just because I hadn't been able to do anything for my birthday for two years because of lockdowns and shit. You're right. Yeah. Fuck. Holy shit! I just remembered that. Yeah. So that man makes uh, the weekend even more special. So. Cheers, yeah. Mister Guy. I'm glad there wasn't any YouTube panel. I wouldn't have had time to watch any of it. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. Because there's no, you know, spending your 40th birthday sitting on the couch because it's, you know, COVID's everywhere and you can't go out. That's no fun. And no, no. one should experience that. Did you experience that? Uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, dude. It was terrible. But, <clears throat> hey, at least, we, at least we made it, right? Yes, that's right. Congratulations. You, you have made it to 40. Oh my God! Achievement unlocked. Now, now your eyes go bad and your knees hurt. Yeah, 
I've got bursitis in my right knee. It's a little ouchy. I've got exercise and some shit to do. Now, I'm glad everybody knows that now. <laughs> <laughs> my sports career is over, everybody. Oh, shit. Yeah, I thought you were going to be like, you know, you're you're training secretly with Deathmatch Down Under. You've been taking the light tubes to the head. You're ready. You know, you're going to get in one of their tournaments and win it. That's what I thought was going to happen. Oh, my God. I'd probably get jobbed out in the first match with uh, <laughs> with those kind of like uh, sticks sticking out of my forehead or something. <laughs> Skewers. And and charity in the crowd cheering on the person sticking them in me. <laughs> Dude, do you know about the whole drama over the skewers thing? So it's ridiculous. Indie wrestling is so stupid. There's a wrestler named Masada, and he's like deathmatch legend. And he's very good. He's a very good wrestler. I, I respect the shit out of him. But he's he says he's the first guy to do that, which is probably not true. You know how every wrestler invented everything. Well, just like every wrestler's the goat, man. <laughs> Right. Oh, my God. Enough with the goat stuff. But he, you know, he gets real mad when other wrestlers do it. Like, really mad. <laughs> it's like, dude, fuck off. There's a cool spot you saw on some Japanese, like, FMW video, probably. You know, and you brought it to America. Other people can do it. It's just fucking, and he gets really mad. And there's been, like, that's weird. You know, a lot of shoot heat over stuff like that. Why? I don't know. It was like Gene LaBelle mad that people were using the LaBelle lock. It was called the LaBelle lock when he was using it. When they were using it most of the time, you know? Like, yeah, that's, it's kind of like a cool thing. Unless you're saying, hey, fuck you, Masada, while you're doing it. I mean, it's just kind of a cool spot. I'm Well, I don't really like it, but there's a there's a wrestler over here named Atticus Kogar. And he ha- kind of has like a green theme to his gear. And he, he has green skewers that he uses and it's like oh okay that's a cool twist on that how do you get green skewers does he just like use a a, a marker a green marker to make them look green or he probably spray paints them with like you know toxic spray paint and then inserts them oh, on the wrestler's foreheads yeah. yeah lead paint that's awesome that's no, outlawed it, it would protect <laughs> it yeah i know <laughs> Well, I hope it's a good yes, weather coat that protects him from the from the elements. Then, if he's using that kind of paint, rustoleum, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's good if it's got like a plate in his head. Oh my goodness! You have to shake it up before you, you know, before you spray. It. Maybe hold it upside down for a second. <laughs> okay, now he's angry that everyone uses skewers. Come on, man! Wouldn't you be happy that like something you got got caught on, like, or would it? Like, is Suzuki Goon mad that everyone's doing the everyone in a submission spot now? Well, they didn't invent that, but I know what you're saying. You know, they yeah. brought it to New Japan. That's like, uh, that's, you know, been going on over here for a long time. And I think they've been doing that in NXT too, you know, because I remember when DIY was really popular, you know, and they were yeah. having all those like amazing matches over here with uh, American Alpha and FTR and all that stuff. And they would do that spot in every match. So, you know. Kurt Angle's son. Yeah, remember that? Wow. That guy was fantastic. You know? And like Dude, they both are, especially like the, so good. the Clark Gable dude. Didn't yeah. they call him like Big Shorty Clark. or something? Shorty, Shorty fucking G. Shorty G. I hope that the you know current regime will rehab him because he's fantastic. He could have been like the next Kurt Angle or something like that. Like yeah. he was, oh man. 
like his comedy shtick was amazing on NXT because like when he debuted, he just kept he had this towel that just said Redding, Willie, and Gable. And yeah. he would just show up in Jason Jordan's promos and he'd be like, What are you doing? And he's like, Well, I'm just showing you. And he begged his way into a tag team with them. But that Redding, Willing, and Gable thing was perfect. It was just like a Kurt Angle goofy thing. And it worked great. You know, that character works in wrestling. So let him do that character. But, you know. Back in the golden age of NXT. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was very good. <sighs> Man. That's depressing now. I don't even want. I, I hadn't been watching it for a while before it changed and all this kind of stuff. I don't know, man. I don't want to talk about that company. Let's let's talk about some no. uh, other shit. Like, I have a feeling. Like, do you want to save the uh, the Gleet stuff for a little later because like it's got our boy in it, or do you want to talk about it now? Or? I don't care. It's up to you, man. This is never realm. <clears throat> you said it is. All right. Well, there is some New Japan news going on in AEW. So let's let's talk some AEW because you want to bring up a certain wrestler in the company, and uh, that that that'll be interesting. In fact, uh, uh, let's let's talk about that now because uh, I watched Dynamite last week, and the main event was not the title match, <laughs> which happened. In fact, the uh, title match was the match that has something to do with New Japan. It was a trios match. How was that? It was great. It was uh, the Empire guys, like Aussie Open and Osprey versus Death Triangle, which is, uh, I don't know if you know who they are. That's uh, Lucha Brothers and Pac. I don't know. You don't watch the product, man. Don't laugh. That's too amazing. No, I'm just laughing because that's like, that's some amazing wrestlers in that match. I mean, like. Oh, yeah, that's definitely who's, deserves who's to be the, the main worst event. wrestler, the worst wrestler in that match. I mean, they're all fantastic. Yeah, they're all fucking first-rate wrestlers. It was it was nuts. It was super good. I didn't take any notes or anything like that, but the uh, Empire guys won, so they're in the next round of that trios thing, and uh, okay. maybe they'll be in the finals. I don't know yet. they got a match, I think, when's Dynamite on? What's tomorrow? Wednesday? Wednesday? It's on Thursday morning for me, so yeah. Bit of bit of New Japan in our AEW. Oh wait, the other way around. <laughs> so yeah, <clears throat> but before that happened, I guess you mentioned prior to the show that you wanted to talk about CM Punk. So uh, go for it, dude. Well, I'm interested in what you thought. You watched <clears throat> that match live. I didn't see yeah. the match because I don't watch AEW. I just, you know, I saw my phone blew up with notifications about CM Punk losing in like just the cut, like three minutes to Moxley, which is so funny. Like it is funny. And then I watched the gifts of the match and there was one in particular that was like, what is going on here? I said it to you like, so CM Punk, he hits a kick on Moxley and it's like, it's like a hope spot for him. And, uh, and, and then he goes down and he sells the the leg that he didn't kick with, like his planting leg. What maybe happened? that was the like one that the, maybe that was the one that he'd injured previous. I can't remember. But that's if that's the case, then why didn't he? I don't. It looked weird. You watched it and you go, something ain't right here. And then you watch it again and go, oh. <laughs> well, commentary commentary setting it up like right from the from the get go. That when uh, Moxley starts getting the defense in, they're starting saying shit like, oh. Moxley's been a fighting champion this whole time, and Punk's just come back. Did he come back too soon? 
I guess, you know, setting the seeds that this was going to be a short match. Because it started halfway through Dynamite. And you think, like, uh, Moxley versus Punk to unify the world title. Not only is that, like, that should that be the main event of a Dynamite, that should probably be a main event of the pay-per-view you have coming right. up this weekend. Weird. And as of right now, there is still no fucking match made. Now, I heard from a reliable source, and, you know, Joe, and he's usually pretty right with these things, that, uh, yeah, uh, apparently Punk didn't want to lose in Chicago and uh, was pulling some diva shit and all this kind of stuff. And he was like, fine, drop me out in a few minutes. Now, this is all, I don't know. You can take all this with a grain of salt or or whatever. But, uh, yeah. And uh, to tell you the truth, I don't know. I I like Moxley a lot, so he kind of deserves another run with the belt. So I'm not too disappointed, but... Not with Moxley at all. He's he's been putting on great match after great match. I know there's that ongoing gag that oh he's gonna blade in five four three two one, but uh, he didn't have to, he didn't have, even have time to bleed in this match. That's how fucking yeah. short it was. Like there was no he blood. Couldn't go to the outside for a second. I mean he couldn't. I mean you know while while Punk was selling that that the wrong leg, he could have bladed real quick. He yeah, time. he, he definitely know, he just. He, you know, I think I, I think know. he just wanted to add insult to injury to Punk. It's like not only did I beat you in like two fucking you minutes, you couldn't even make me bleed. You couldn't even make me, me bleed, and fucking Roosh did sh- that in twenty seconds when I wrestled him the other week. The human bag of blood. You couldn't even make me bleed. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucked up. So this is all backstage drama bullshit, yeah. and it's just so funny because. You, you know, I mean, this is this is what CM Punk does, right? So I don't know. It's just funny to me, and I'm sure they'll turn it into a storyline that's uh, good. It's just funny because it hasn't happened yet, and this was all clearly not planned. And it's like, oh, but you know, I heard somebody saying that the one of the reasons they put it in the middle of the of the show is because then people won't know how long it's going to be because if you put it, you know. Yeah, this that five too. minutes from the end, then you know it's going to be short. But uh, commentate you know, which, like wait. maybe they thought that in the in the live crowd or something like that. But uh, listening to the commentators, uh, like right from the get go, they were like, "Oh, Punk is rocked. Oh, did he come back too soon? Oh, oh shit!" So <laughs> they're fucking planting seeds that this is going to be a five second match, and and, and it was. Well, I don't even have a good take on this, and that's why I just repeated someone else's take because I just don't. I don't know. I just find this amusing, and I'm watching from afar, going, <laughs> "Yeah." I feel like a lot of people would have had Punk's back because, like, he had a lot of bad things to say about the WWE, and a lot of people have a lot of bad things to say about the WWE. They're little, they're kind of fucking evil. Sorry, that's just my opinion, and. Uh, you, you know, you kind of being like, "Yeah, Punk was hard done by and stuff," but then like. On the years since he's left, you, you kind of realize like, yeah, he, is he good for wrestling? Yeah, he can be, definitely. <laughs> but he's an asshole. Yeah, yeah. I like him. I like him on the mic. I like him in the ring. He's a fucking prick. I mean, probably. I bet some of the best ones are. You know, I'm yeah. sure. And uh, it's just funny because like, 
I don't know. Like I see him CM Punk and I don't know this guy. I'm just kind of, you know, looking at him from what I know. And uh, I just feel like that he's very insecure and it's, it's just like, you know, he's so angry and like, you know, is so shitty uh, sometimes when it comes to these kinds of things, I think because of insecurity, because he's afraid of what, you know, protecting his character. And that's why I think, some of this backstage drama when it happens in wrestling is so funny because it's it's you know it kind of boils down to that a lot of times couple that with like it's like different the way they've booked brian danielson so he's lost a couple times but they've always been like pretty big losses and they've they've helped people like he he lost a match to Daniel Garcia a couple of weeks ago, and it was a great match. Yeah, and, and, his job and, has been to put young guys over, whether yeah, they win or not, right? Yeah, and that match, like, yeah, it, it started something with, with Garcia on the show. And then they had a two out of three falls match, like, a week or two later, which um, Danielson won. But that didn't matter. That match was half an hour long, so you got to beat Brian Danielson, then have a 30-minute two out of three falls match with him. Like, yeah, made him look like a million bucks. So, yeah, I, I don't, I don't kind uh, you know, like, I feel like Brian Danielson could probably pull a lot of this stuff that Punk is pulling, but he doesn't. He's, he's there for the wrestling. And it shows. <laughs> yeah. I think <clears throat> he has a clear defined role too. Whereas, you know, I don't know what it's like backstage. I don't know, but I would assume that, you know, Daniel Bryan is the kind of guy who's not going to politic for the belt. You know what I mean? And maybe Punk is that kind of guy. So, because I just, I don't know. I mean, to me, if I was Daniel Bryan, I'd be very happy that I'm wrestling again and in like being able to do what I want and like almost like I'm happy to be here kind of person because. I mean, you know, two years ago, three years ago, he, he was retired and we thought he'd never wrestle again. And he's sure. one of the best to ever do it. So it's like that's a that's such a cool thing. And I think that much like New Japan, AEW does have a lot of these guys in the mid card that could be the champ anytime they want. And that's a good thing to have. That's smart. Maybe that's something that, you know, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega learned from, you know, New Japan is to keep that top end stacked. So that way, you know, no matter what happens, you have a viable champion. Yeah. You got an injury. Oh, this guy's ready. You know, oh, you know, all this kind of stuff. Yep. Absolutely. Because um, there's so many guys you can, I know there's so many guys you could see as champion in, in New Japan. Like even Mikai guys, like I could see, they'll never do it, but Ishii would look good with that title. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, but- if he ever does, it'll be like some unexpected magic moment where all the planets align and he'll lose it on his first defense, which oh, is abs- fine with me. Absolutely. You know? Do not care if he loses on his first defense. Like when Kojima won the uh, Noah title, I was just like, yeah, you can drop that now, dude. That's like, I'm, I'm happy for you. Awesome. Now give it, give it to the, uh, to the Noah guys. Cause it's well, yeah. Luke, speaking of Noah, <clears throat> Um, we, uh, the N one tournaments going on, right. Which is their like round Robin tournament. Yeah. And they, they, you know, Mr. Brad is in it and he was doing really good. And he was like, maybe lined up to make the finals or whatever, but, uh, Nakajima beat him up, kicked him a bunch of times. Um, and, uh, he 
you know, he uh, lost. And I don't know what the standings are, but I don't think he's in it anymore. And then Nakajima had a match versus a guy named Okada. It's not that Okada. It's the Noah Okada. And uh, no, Okada. He, tried, he, he, he killed him. Like, <laughs> I don't know what happened. And so, like, if you watch the, the video, I don't know. I could see it a couple ways. I could see it as, you know, these guys have nuclear heat and something happened in the match and and he just fucking kicked a dude in the face which i find it hard to believe because that seems you know counterintuitive to what wrestling's all about but um you know or okada was supposed to duck which could be the case too so fuck man <laughs> either way clean this dude's <clears throat> clock broke his jaw was and it, uh was it nakajima who knocked the fuck out of someone last time too yes and that's why people are upset <clears throat> because they're like oh this is a pattern and uh yeah but the other time it was a slap so it's a slap see he says he fucking (laughs) killed two men on live tv dude fucking (laughs) it's fucking nuts man what goes through that guy's mind you you just don't know here is something you can't understand and nakajima can just kill a man fuck man kill a man that's just i love send dog that's the that's the guy from uh cypress hill that does the you know that guy and uh my my sister used to always do that part when we would uh, listen to it in the car on the way to school you know so uh this is great because there's a there's a song we ain't going out like that we ain't going out like that and send dog sounds like he's crying he's like ain't going now (laughs) (laughs) that's a tremendous song Sounds like Doki when he's pleased with himself. Yeah. Yeah. He did. Yes. In his match. Tell me all about this. Luke. <clears throat> all right. So uh, this happened a few days before my birthday. So like this is like a nice little early present. I uh, did. We we watched like maybe half. <clears throat> excuse me. We watched maybe half the Glee show that was on. So uh, I know, I didn't go back to watch the rest. I don't know if you did. Oh, she watched that tag match. That was right before the the break and uh man it was awesome but yes go ahead yeah so i didn't write any notes for any of the matches or anything like that but uh, i stuck around mostly mostly because uh i wanted to watch this main event it's our boy doki versus l linderman for the g-rex title and dude how fucking insane was this match it was just like off the walls bonkers or what yeah, it was great. And so I guess did did Doki beat him in the best of super juniors? I'm pretty sure he did. And that's yes, how he did. got this title shot. So yeah. uh, you know, they built off that match and they did an even better one. And Doki, I mean, okay, so I'm watching this and I had watched most of the Gleet show that morning. And in Gleet, you don't sell. That's like just not it's not part of their style, really, you know. And so it's just fun to watch because Doki does sell a lot. And so he's, his hair is selling in this match, all right? It's a fucking fantastic performance. After the match, Luke, he's, his backstage interview is just him breathing heavy and looking all distressed, like he just almost got killed. That was, He didn't even say anything. Fucking That's amazing. Fucking, so Doki awesome. rules. And this Why is a main event, like, too. Part of his shtick is like being a huge bump machine. Yeah. He's not just going to switch that part off. That's like that's like half his cool shit right there. Just taking massive fucking gnarly bumps. 
fuck did he remind, I think, reminded me yeah. of the Harumu match a little bit you know because it was just so it was balls of the walls the whole time you know and we know l lindeman can go and do all kinds of power moves so he's throwing doki around but he's also trying to like beat doki in the air so to speak and that was fun to watch too yeah it was and uh, doki gets really close they make me believe i knew he wasn't winning that would have been too too good to be true but uh I, look, how can I be mad when when a dude has a bridging German suplex as his finisher? <laughs> Doki That's kicked just, out the first time. He did. He did kick out the first time. That was fucking nuts. The crowd went off on that. I don't love that this was in Corican Hall, by the way. I could tell straight away. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, he did kick out. The crowd went nuts, but uh, El Linderman managed to hit it again, and uh, it was over. It was really high up, too, like this little high-angled German bridge. It was beautiful. It was a fucking fantastic match, man. I loved it. <clears throat> the the Gleet camera work isn't as good as New Japan's, obviously, and so some of those moves they were they were, yeah. which this isn't ter- this isn't a terrible angle, but it's not the best one. They're filming from you know uh, Lindemann facing the camera, and so you just see Dookie just disappear behind him, you know, <laughs> <So> <laughs> German, you know? which is kind of it makes it kind of look goofy if you you know usually want to film that from the side looks a little better but uh that was that was interesting to watch and also the way they set up kurrigan hall is the glee rings just a little smaller than new japan ring so they have like a couple rows of chairs in front of the bleachers so all the crowds push down towards the ring and the glee crowd is like they have crazy clap chants that they they do that are like these weird rhythms and stuff. And it's like, they're, I like the Glee crowd a lot after watching this. They Like a couple of their shows, I really like their crowd. They're cool. Yeah, they were pumped for the show too. And uh, they were really fucking super into the main event. By the way, I've got a question to ask you, Mr. Guy. That's me. You mentioned Clap Chance, which made me remember Chance. So we've got a show on Friday and then a show on Monday. But the, the Friday shows at the uh, Yokohama Budokan, so it's the other Budokan. Yeah, and then we big, got big next week at Korokan Hall. So where's the chanting start? Is it Korokan? Uh, yeah, it's the, there's two shows at Korokan that week, and they're both half capacity. The crowd can chant and say whatever the fuck they want, so we're going to finally hear, Doki! and shit like that it's gonna be awesome i can't wait i hope they do it the whole time i hope the whole time it's just everybody going and shit like that that would be great um do you think there'll be a reserved normal new japan crowd or do you think they might just go a little fucking nuts i hope they go bonkers although the tokyo crowd is pretty nuts you know they have been in the past so we'll see i uh, they also added another show at another venue in October that's going to have cheering as well. So it's funny, like, you know, it used to be that, like, you build to, you know, a big match and, like, it's a gimmick match and it's a cage match, you know. Now wrestling in Japan gets to advertise cheering as a gimmick, you know. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Pretty funny. It's an attraction, you know. Dude, they don't even have to put on any fucking major matches that show. They just need to just just get them all out there and wrestle. The crowd's just going to be like, oh, my God. They're going to freak out if even if Makabe comes out. They're going to be like, oh, my Makabe. <laughs> Makabe's been so like, 
yeah, I'm over. I knew I was over still. <laughs> knew they should have put me in the G1. Him and Punk should tag up. They'd be good. <laughs> uh, Luke, there's this other thing that's been announced, uh, and I think it's sooner than we think. I don't know when it is, but it's Royal Quest. And so this is like New Japan has this relationship with RevPro where it's kind of like where they can send talent and stuff like that. So that's where Suji is and, and uh, Shooter. And so those guys will obviously be on the show, and hopefully that will lead to them coming back. Maybe this will be almost like a re-debut for New Japan for Suji. But um, it's also, you know, one of these places like that basically I'm assuming we're going to see several of their roster members on this show as well. And uh, Empire is going to debut a new guy that is like their – it's like Aussie Open's manager in Red Pro, I think. He's Pro, I think. shows coming up. Like, uh, yeah, so I'm interested well. to see – what that's about because most of the empire guys are fantastic wrestlers and i thought this guy was a manager but doesn't mean he can't go so i'm interested to see that but there's been matches announced for the royal quest thing i don't, I don't know you also need a job Maybe a guy I like i feel like yeah that's true like i know hanare is the like lowest rung, but i feel like you want to yeah you need a gato i feel like rather than just keep jobbing out poor hanare you want to kind of slowly start building that dude up because he can go G1 was great, uh, and he needs something to do. And putting him in all the tag matches where he's the most jobbable one and jobbing him out is, yeah, that's not going to work. Yeah, you kind of oh. need it. You need you need the Jado. You need the Gato. You need the Dick Togo. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't you need, need the Goto? Evil, evil Dick. Um, so also, yeah, there, okay, so there's been some matches announced. I just can't find them, and I found something more important that's, like, sucks yep. ass. Mm-hmm. So Alex Coughlin was supposed to debut, like, hopefully the Android gimmick on these uh, on the Spurting Spirit Tour that's coming up for New Japan. That's correct. And he's hurt again. And the DKC's coming, which is fun because, you know, the crowd loves oh, him. I remember you but telling like, that. That sucks, man. That's like that's just that's like snake bit stuff. It's the stuff you don't want to see from a young guy that is it, has promised, you know. Yeah, that oh man. Especially it's not his since fault. he's got concerning. Big, that big, strong, muscly, tough guy, and I don't know. You never know, man. Like Ric Flair was never this big, huge, muscly mega dude, and he. I can only th- think of one major injury that he had, apart from that plane crash, I guess, where he broke his arm and he was out for like six months in WCW. Otherwise, he was just like always wrestling. I don't know. Yeah. What makes people some make people uh, hurt themselves more or more than others? It's weird. It's the same thing in sports or whatever. You know, mm. it's just, you know, it's just lost potential. That's the problem. You know what I mean? So it's just sucks and whatever but um but yeah there's get, like a few get ready titles. for a lot of the dkc yeah you know in new japan like you run it you run at your opponent you yell at their name okada boom <laughs> the dkc does not do that he will run at you and he won't go okada he'll be like the dkc yeah he's putting himself over <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny um <laughs> yeah i i think that's pretty funny but um 
so there's that well, this is kind of jumbled talk a little bit but this is all the new japan stuff there's been a lot because we had kind of a week off there which is nice you know um Ooh, but nice. there's uh so there's this big thing called historic x over and it's like stardom versus new japan or stardom with new japan or something and and there's been some matches announced and they're mixed tag matches um and i i don't know all of these wrestlers but i recognize some of them and it's it's going to be fantastic the like one of the cool things is that there's like uh suzuki goon versus suzuki goon it's taichi and a lady and kanemaru and a lady versus um fucking watanabe and starlight kid tagging with um desperado and doki which is what what when's the so show cool. on what date is this show on uh it is October 23rd, I believe. Wait, there's like three dates. Yeah, October 23rd. So All right, sweet. Uh, we got a ways to go. But they're they're also, they announced a New Japan women's title, right? Which we talked about that on the last episode. But it's, I'm kind of confused because they're like, yeah, there's going to be a tournament. And then the winner is going to have a match at this historic X over thing. And I'm like, well, what about Starlight Kid? What about Watanabe? What about the Julia, the people that are in these mixed tag matches? Does that yeah. spoil the whole tournament? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what Don't. the fuck? Don't. I hope I'm wrong Don't. about that, but that immediately poked me in the eye. Is like, what? Why would you? So all these ladies can't win the title? That's fucked up. Also, I don't know if we mentioned it on the show last time. We had a lot of G1 stuff to, t- to cover. But uh, September 12th, Mr. Andy, do you know what that is? Yeah, it's uh, tight, t- Taka, Taka Taichi, Taichi Despimania. Despimania. <laughs> yes. As reported yeah. on this show, we broke the news that Despy's name was going to be added to the next show. And here we are. Oh, my God. I, 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 <clears throat> did you tell me that there were na- matches announced for it and stuff like that? Oh, there is. Yes, yes. Um. I have to look them up, but it's awesome stuff, if I remember correctly. And oh, my goodness. Uh, some of it continues, you know, the stuff we've seen, of course. Like, oh, there's uh, Taguchi and Gato versus Taichi and the friend that he made at the last show. It's, uh, what's his name? The uh, the the headhunter guy, the, the guy that used to tag with uh, Yoshihashi. And now I can't think of his name. I'm looking right at him. Yoshitatsu. That's his name. Oh, yeah. All the announcements are in Japanese, and it's hard to read. <laughs> I, I don't, you know. Um, <clears throat> because you and I are the only, like, non-Japanese people who get the Taki, Taki, Takatachi Mania shows. Probably, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're probably right. We're definitely the only podcast covering it in detail. So <laughs> I think so, but I'll, I just yeah. want to remind anyone listening right now that uh, – <clears throat> If Suzuki Goon is like right up your alley, these shows are right up your alley. Like fun. almost all of the Suzuki Goon guys turn up and have matches and have an absolute blast. So yeah, if, if you're a big fans of Suzuki Goon, which Mr. Guy and I are, I mean Taichi's name's in the fucking show. Like we have to get it. Uh, then yes. yeah. These shows are for you, or if you just want to hear us talk about it, you can do that, I guess. <laughs> that's that's highly entertaining as well because these shows are fantastic. And yeah, you know, unfortunately, real, 
really, really tall guy. For, it's all the Just Tap Out. If you don't know, it's all the Just Tap Out people. Um, oh, really, really tall guy's really not going to be there? No, I'm trying to tell you. He's in a, a, a big tag match. He's not in a singles match. Last time he faced Suzuki, and it was amazing. Suzuki, yeah. And uh, so... And uh, we also, what was it? The, you know, like hip hop chick, she's there. We got fucking, uh, you know, martial arts chick. She's going to be there. I can't nice. wait. I love all, I love checking in on a wrestler every couple months like this. It's so fun because then you're like, oh, I remember, remember, uh, uh, what's his name? Mr. Brett's like uh, cousin or whatever. It's like a lady wrestler oh that God. looks like Mr. Lady Bread. <laughs> I remember Lady Bread. Oh She'll my God! Be there. Right. I mean, it's gonna be awesome, man. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, my God. There's a lot of a lot of new a lot of wrestling kind of be happening here in September, but some of it's not New Japan. You know what I mean? Like they're only having a few shows that are televised, whereas we got this going on, and I feel like there's something else late in September we have to cover as well. It's gonna be fun, so we'll see. Yeah. Man. Um. Yeah, so we- Burning Spirit. They did announce during this tour you're gonna get the the like uh, never open weight title match is gonna happen. There's also oh, um, it's uh, I think Osprey versus um, uh, Finley, Finley. I think I think that's yeah. yeah I think that's coming up too. So there's a couple things coming up. There's a six man tag match, uh, you know, never title match between the two teams that you know. I mean. <laughs> Oh no! That's gonna happen again. No, no, dude. Yeah. That would that would mean. Oh, that no, that'd be cool, man. We'll get one of those um rare times that Show and Yo face each other. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, know. I was being yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Enough. Yeah. Enough <sighs> with that. Oh my god. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, you know, there's all kinds of all the cards are out for all these shows too, which we're not going to sit here and go over them all. But uh, right. I don't when's know. the? I just uh, I, I just want to know when the fucking never title match is really. But I, uh, I guess I think it's I think it's in the late September. I'm pretty sure. So right. uh, I wish I had all this stuff looked up, but I do not. Yeah, we're professionals, and it is our yeah. job. Eh, it's never wrong. <laughs> You're expecting professionalism on this one. You're not getting it. So, um, yeah, and this is interesting. So, there's a Vegas show coming up, and and Jay White's right, tag up the Good Brothers against Homicide, Wheeler Yuta, and Eddie Kingston. That's going to be on Strong, I guess. There's some Strong shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hang on, see, dude. Uh, Sunday, September 25th at at the Kobe World Hall, we will have uh, Wato and oh, the Ass Masters having a rematch against uh, Akira and TJP. We will have uh, the Never Open title match, Hiroshi Tanahashi versus the Machine Gun Carl Anderson. And then we'll have uh, David Finley versus uh, the, the Billy Boy. So, yeah. That's where all that's they also They also have announced a show called declaration of power and that's on october 10th in sumo hall and uh it's you know what mr andy i declare power on you (laughs) okay i mean i was just trying to tell you what's on the show but you don't have to get all 
you know, you don't have to declare on me. I do declare. Uh, this has cool matches we want to see. For example, Jonah versus Okada. So that's on that show. That's got Jay White versus Tomatonga as well. Nice. So, man, lots of shit coming up, man. Building up the Wrestle Kingdom. Fuck yeah, man. It's going to be great. All right. So, is there anything else, Mr. Dude, that you have on your to talk yeah, about this? Cool. Yeah, Hit me. Um, Let's do it. So this past weekend, I went to an unsanctioned pro show, as I am want to do, <clears> and our you know friend of the show, Alexis Montez, defended his title against Christian Robinson in one of my favorite indie matches I've ever seen. It was like, it was so awesome, man. I don't know how. I can't describe it. Uh, it's amazing. Um, anyway, Who tremendous won? show. Uh, Alexis won. And uh, I, they they made me believe a few times, man. I was I was very worried. And uh, and like another like established champ had had lost their title at that same venue before. And I was like, oh, oh shit. But luckily they were getting that tricky with storytelling, uh, you know. But uh, I got to meet the listener and longtime, you know, kind of podcast buddy Dave Howard. He came out to the show. And uh, we sat together in the front row with my buddy Dean, and it was a fucking blast, dude. It was great to meet him because, you know, it's kind of like it'd be kind of like meeting you a little bit. You know, somebody that just kind of tangentially been aware of because of podcasts for years and years. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, he's much taller than I thought he would be. He is very tall and uh, and he has long hair and he's a cool dude. And uh, we hung out, and it was a lot of fun, man. Uh, he had a blast. I hope he's going to come back to some of the other shows that happen in the future. Um, but I don't know. That was a cool experience. It's really fun to, like, meet people that like that. You know, not that there's tons of people like that, but you know what I mean. It's just, like, it's a, it's a, it was fun. And that show, like, there's something that happens at that promotion sometimes. It's not always, but it's like a drug experience or something where you got, you know, like everyone took the same shit and you don't even have to say <laughs> it. You just all look at each other and you know, You're all this, feeling is, it. this is amazing. And so that happened quite a few times during this show. It was also beach themed. So we all dressed up like we were going to the beach. It was silly. I saw a couple of gifts amazing. and things like that. Love it, man. I was so happy. So uh, <laughs> thanks for coming, Dave Howard. You're the man. Oh yeah. You're the man. I did see a gif of a whole bunch of you guys doing uh, LIJ fist bumps with Lexus. <laughs> We've been doing that for years. Like me. So when I fir first met Lexus, uh, you know, I was doing the road home from wrestling podcast and we were, you know, we were just kind of shooting the shit, but we start talking about new Japan. And that's one of the things we bonded over is that he loves Naito. He even did a destino in this match too. And he goes, destino as he was doing it. <laughs> like Kevin <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> yeah. So when, uh, but when I first met him, it, you know, he would do Naito stuff in the ring, just kind of, you know, that was part of what he was doing. And so I always would pop for that shit. And so eventually he started coming out and doing the, you know, LIJ salute with me. And we've been doing that for over five years now. And it's just, I don't, it's just something that we do. And it's funny because we, we've done it in every promotion that he's wrestled in. And sometimes it's just kind of, He's a he's a heel and he just walks over and does that. It's, it's so funny. I love it. It makes me laugh. And uh, yeah, it was fun hey, to do it again. That's Dean, like a Dean new Japan style that. heel. You know, you'll get uh, El Fantasmic and uh, Kenta walking out, and they'll be like scanning the crowd. Oh yeah, Bullet Club. <laughs> All right, cool. Then they'll check the other side. I love how they check the other side of the sign now. Oh, 
That was tremendous, yeah. And I love how fans know not to double-side their things when Kenta and Dale <laughs> Pierre come out. <laughs> Somebody's got to play a prank on them, you know, put like a funny picture on the back of it, so. Yeah, that'd be fucking awesome. Oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, so what else you got? My list was very what short. You... Yeah, okay. Well, um, man, yeah, you're moving me along here. Take it easy. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, you've been watching this Netflix show that's really funny. Is that right? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> it's uh... a... <laughs> Uh, I, I I wasn't no I wasn't sure if you were aware of it or not. I, I don't know if we talked about it before, but anyway, it was in my head again lately, and I, I responded to something on the tweet that someone said to you with uh, with uh, Turbo, you know, you not being part of the Turbo team or something like that. So yeah, and that started us riffing on about uh, I think you should leave this uh, really short sketch comedy show on Netflix. Hey, there's still good stuff on Netflix. Everybody, don't don't leave ship too too quick you'll you'll miss out on this little gem it's like two oh, seasons it's like yes that's right <laughs> give us some money uh that'd, that'd be awesome but uh what is it? it's like six episodes there's two six episode seasons and they're only like 15 minutes each which is like yeah. a fucking crime against humanity right there man they should be like five hour long episodes yeah, I think that's what makes yeah i know it's only a I, little bit of it you know i'm, I'm just a greedy asshole but uh <laughs> <laughs> but yeah man <clears throat> this is fucking it's uh, it's just fucking bizarre it's uh something that uh, charity and i've been quoting a lot uh, <laughs> recently like uh if 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 uh if i'm a little bored there's like this is boring this is for babies like that dude in the uh <laughs> No, it's like that dude getting um his ears pierced and he's watching this video and it's like these two girls talking about their experience getting the ear pierced intercut with this old guy telling everyone about his life experience that has very little to do with getting your ears pierced. And there's this guy who's there's this young girl watching it and she's watching it nice and calm. She's like, Oh yeah, this is not I'm not nervous, this isn't scary, I'll just watch this video. And it cuts to this like middle-aged guy sitting right next to her going, oh, fuck, this is so boring. This is for babies. And every time, every time he starts going off on a tangent while this girl just sits calmly watches the video, it just fucking makes you laugh. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like a juxtaposition of extremely weird things with extremely normal things, right? That's kind of the deal. And uh, I... I, I love the sketches. Some of them are kind of like, oh, that's a little too far or it just doesn't quite hit with me. But some of them hit really, really hard, like the the Bob Odenkirk one where it's, you know, just a guy <laughs> sitting there and he's, he's in a in a restaurant and his little kid wants ice cream. Uh, you know, the main character guy, I don't know what his name is. And, and he's uh, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And he's like winking at Bob Odenkirk, who's hitting it, sitting in a in a uh, in a booth like kind of next to him. He's like, oh, uh, you know, after six o'clock, they shut down the ice cream machine. Sorry, buddy. You know, and he's like, isn't that right? And the guy's like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, after six o'clock. They, they do shut down the ice cream. <laughs> and then he starts to tell more white lies. And it is like it takes you on an emotional journey where it's funny and then it's sad and tell then him. it's funny and then it's really tell sad. <laughs> tell, tell, you son, I've got I, tell you, son, I've got three cars. 
Right. Tell him. And, and tell him we've got doubles great. on him. Tell him. Tell well, him we're amazing person. Triples are safe. Amazing. That gets so funny. Um, I like, uh, you know, I like the one where it's like these girls just having lunch and they're trying to make up like a, a caption for the picture of them having lunch and it just end, devolves into them screaming pig fucker at each other and eat dog dick and stuff. <laughs> it's really funny. I I showed it to my buddy Dean actually on the way up to the Unsanctioned Pro show, and he liked uh, the one where it's a guy it, he's giving a birthday present, and he's and it starts off with like, "Do you like the present?" And he's like, "Yeah, I like it." He's like, "Okay, well, if you like it so much, give me the gift receipt back." But it turns into an uncomfortable thing about pooping and not washing your hands. <laughs> But he keeps saying mud yes. pie. Every time it's yes. mud pie. Yeah. It's never yes. shit, Every, it's poop, it's mud pie. <laughs> There's a lot of little through lines. Like the guy who chokes on the hot dog or whatever later has a commercial that about like, you know, people fucking you over because they saw a video of you choking on a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh I also like the uh the guy who has a hat on at court. And they're like reading the text flap. from this, like, <laughs> he's got the hat flap. flap on his hat. And he's got, <laughs> I, think he's been, I think he's been carrying dice around. <laughs> we should watch that show if you've not watched it. It's fantastic. It reminds me of Mr. Show or like old Monty Python, where like, you know, a lot of the, the skits kind of have a through line a little bit, or jokes just kind of show up in different sketches, you know. I, I really enjoyed it. I, you know, my favorite is the old guy, the guy in the, it's like impractical jokers or whatever. And you're like, oh, he's going to mess with people. And it's like the guy dressed up in this old guy makeup that is so absurd. It looks so ridiculous. That alone is funny. But then he doesn't want to be around anymore. And it's, I liked, uh, it's, I like Santa Claus great. getting his own action movie as well. Oh, yeah. He's such a <laughs> Someone asked him about him being Santa and he's like, now this interview's over. You not to fucking bring that shit up. I've seen oh, everybody yeah. naked. Wait a minute. You've seen everybody naked? Yeah. You know, and uh, all right. So, and uh, people with tattoos, people who get a tattoo don't get a present. Wait. Yes, why? I don't make the naughty. rules. He's <laughs> like, it's naughty. <laughs> Oh man, that's a tremendous show. Uh, I guess that guy, the main dude, is from Comedy Bang Bang, which is even more strange if you've never seen. That's that's like a podcast slash TV show, and that's even more strange if you like stuff like this. So that's something else I'd recommend besides Mr. Show or Monty Python, of course. And you know, Kids in the Hall came back. I don't know if you watched that, but the the new Kids in the Hall show is like a troll on everybody because they just they just are naked constantly in the show. I mean, constantly. It is. <laughs> Wait, there's a new season of Kids in the Hall? Yeah, yeah, it's on Prime, uh, on Amazon Prime. And uh, get ready for some male nudity, Luke, because good lord, <laughs> it's just they just work it in every chance they can because they can do whatever they want, and it's really funny. It's a good, it's a good season. I, I don't know if it measures up to the, you know, some of the best old shit that they do, but uh, it's very good. I'm a big kids in the hall guy, so. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. That, you didn't know, know about that. No, I did not. 
Wow. Oh, yeah, I see. It's right there. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Charity's going to be fucking nuts when I tell her about this. You'll love, you'll love the opening sketch. It's it's fantastic. Because have you ever watched Brain Candy? No, I haven't. Really? That's the the Kids in the Hall movie. It's free on YouTube if you want to watch that. Uh, At least it is at this time. It's a fantastic movie. And there's kind of a joke about that at the beginning. It's also a doomed movie. It had a lot of problems. (laughs) Ah, shit. It's one of those. Well... I'm 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 kind of chuffed now. I'll be like, uh, hey Charity, do you want to see this? See, I'm gonna. Oh man, that's that's very that's very exciting. I'm 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 giddy now. But I've been watching the new Beavis and Butthead, and I've been loving all of that. So I don't know how that still works, but it's on Paramount, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so what you do is just wait until you're like your next season of one of the Star Trek shows you care about comes back. Right. Yes. There you and go. then watch all the beers and butter stuff when you're not watching the, uh, the Star Treks. That's how I do Matthew, the man. streaming services like that, you know? So, um, yeah, that's a good idea. I have you, uh, have you watched the new game of Thrones show? No, I didn't really watch the old show. No, not really. Oh okay. Did, it's did you awesome. like it? There's like there's two episodes out and they're both awesome. It's like it's really good and uh, wow. I'm excited because you know they obviously fucked it up at the end on Game of Thrones the regular, but this uh, this new show is pretty awesome and it's like one of those things too where I'm watching it and I'm like, okay, your your buddy uh, Doctor Who's in it. He yeah, Matt Smith. Fantastic character and like I'm loving him so much, but I'm thinking don't get too attached because all these characters are probably gonna get killed. So. That's how they roll. So I'm interested in to see second. who dies and who, who lives, you know. All right. So this this show is not based on anything that uh, Georgie has written. So yeah, it, is. it is. Yeah, oh, it's based well. on like a prequel book, but oh, you know well, that explains it, the, why it's the, good then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And they have a direction to go. They know what they're doing, and and it's already been renewed for a second season. It's just it's exciting and. What so that Lord of the Rings show is supposed to come out soon too? I'm I'm ready for that, man. I'm ready, and I you know they're both going to be way better than Wheel of Time season one was too. So I'm uh I'm excited for some high fantasy in my life. That's good shit. Uh, hopefully that the second season of uh, Wheel of Time's better. It's got to be. It can't be worse. There's no way. Well, the second book is a lot better than the first book. What was the second book? The Great That's Hunt? True. That was a great book. Yeah. That was one of the good ones. That's true. I love so, that uh, book. It's, what was your favorite book? Do you remember? Um, no. You stopped. You didn't read the whole thing. Is that right? You stopped. The I, got, I, I, you? I, read, I read the first eight. Okay. That's so, a lot of reading. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of them. And, uh, you know, like, it's not as if I remember all that stuff. So I always feel like. Oh, maybe I can just jump back into book nine. No, because I won't remember <laughs> anything. You just can't do that with series this big. Have to start there's a really, end. there's a good podcast you could check out. Uh, it's called The Dragon Reread, and they're almost to the very end of the of the last book. And but they did the whole fucking thing, so you could jump in and you know kind of remind yourself what's going on there, and it'll take a lot less time than reading eight you know, thousand page books, but, uh, yeah, uh, I, I think dragon reborn was my favorite one. 
that was amazing. I think that's the one where he goes to the desert and recruits all the desert people. And like, you know, that's the Dumani Wells battle. Maybe it's, that's the next one. I'm not sure, but that everything around that is just like the coolest ancient history, like battles with wizards. You could ever think of that shit is so great. (laughs) All right. So yeah, I'm actually kind of surprised by the reaction to this uh, game of Thrones thing. Cause yeah, I, I not not to the quality of the show. I'm glad it's good. I'm glad you like it. But more to the point, like everyone was just so over Game of Thrones when it finished. So I was kind of curious: would people care enough to kind of like give this show a shot? But turns out that yeah, they will. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know, man. It's kind of like I said, it's kind of exciting because it. I mean, there's there's really good storytelling stuff. Like for example, the king, he's doomed. He's just one of these characters and maybe they're doing all this because he's not going to die or something. You don't know. But it like when he's, he sits on the iron throne and it, it cuts him and it's infected. So like the throne sitting on the throne is figuratively killing him. And it's like, it's so neat or literally killing him, I guess is how you'd say that. But mm. it's like a gr- great little storytelling device. And uh, in this last episode, something really cool happened where, he's trying to have a conversation with his daughter about succession and it's, and he's all uncomfortable and he can't get the words out and he doesn't, he doesn't want to have this conversation. And then later on, he's got this infection from the cut, you know, from the, the throne on his finger and his like maester guys like, or his healer or whatever is like, here, put your hand in this, uh, this uh, bowl of maggots and they'll eat off all the rotted flesh. And he sits down and puts his hand in this bowl of maggots and starts, and he looks 10 times. He looks very comfortable compared to how he did when he was just talking to his daughter. It's just, there's really cool little storytelling things like that. It's a good show. So far. Cool. All right. I think the only show that the only new show that I'm actually up to date on that I watch every week is probably what we do in the shadows. Uh, everything else I'll probably though, watch man. later. Yeah, well, if there's a episode nine, I haven't. Well, I guess I'm one episode behind then. Episode oh wow, nine. this yeah, the the <clears throat> finale is pretty cool. I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, yeah, the last one I watched was the um, reality show episode. Like, that's, uh, yeah, that's it. Oh, that was yeah, the last I one. I think so. Yeah. Oh man, that episode was fantastic. I love that show. <laughs> pretty funny right i those uh the two twin brothers those are these comedians from america called the sklar brothers and they're fantastic whenever they show up on tv shows it's usually pretty funny ah okay so uh, i i didn't really know who they were so oops sorry but yeah no it was it was good uh, the whole twist at the end it was oh my god oh, spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it yet but you know let, let everybody enjoy it but uh yeah, that's like, I don't know, man. I'm usually like way behind on TV shows. I'm doing other stuff. Yeah. LSJ late reviews, right? <laughs> that's right. It's my movie reviews and stuff. But more to the point, New Japan is always on at, uh, for me, at prime TV watching time. Ah, good call. <laughs> so, uh, you know, if I'm behind on TV shows and stuff, it's just like, well, New Japan started at 7.30, and uh, I want to see pre- people pretend to beat each other up more than I want to catch up on my shows. That's just how I roll. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Taichi's not on Game of Thrones. He should be, but he's not. You know what I mean? Could you imagine? Be- 
he just walks into the room and everyone's just like, yep, he's the king. Start singing, you know? Oh, my God. That'd be great. Kicking, kicking dragons in the face and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Doki's just peeking around corners and stuff. <laughs> uh, Speaking of which, if as we're wrapping this up, if you're out there and you want to watch Doki versus Lindemann, it's free on YouTube. It you just goes to Glee channel, and it's it's the most recent uh, show. It's the most recent long video, <clears throat> and I recommend watching, you know, the whole show. The whole show. I mean, I didn't see the first couple matches, but everything I saw was really fun. It was a different style, um, you know, which is fun to kind of you know involve yourself in and take a look at. I, I I had a lot of fun, and I still I am going to go back and watch that tag match again, the one that's right before the uh, the break because I'm. There's this wrestler called Shigehiro Irie, and I've probably said this before on the podcast, but he came to America several times, and, like, his home promotion while I was in America was my, like, favorite place to go that I went every week. So I got to see him wrestle a lot, and it was awesome. So, like, he's always yeah. one of my favorite guys. So, like, I, he's in that that multi-man tag that's right before the break, and it's just, it's it's Shiggy. He fucking rules. I love him. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Did they they do any of those weird like uh, UHF? I, I fucked that up. You know what I mean? Those kind of matches. I know. No, they did not. You know, they did not. Just a straight but, up wrestling show, was it? Yeah, it's true. But uh, that reminds me. This weekend, I did introduce Dave Howard to my buddy Chad French, who is the world's like leader of uh of you know basically he's the uh, world's leading expert on those UHF matches. So he is like, he's uh, judged more of them than anyone in the history of, uh, of those kinds of matches. And he's a nice guy. Chad French rules. Holy shit. Yeah, it's, it's not my kind of thing. I like the, uh, no, I like, I like the wrestles. <laughs> I, I like some of it in the wrestles, but I don't like them to be the, the main draw. Yeah, I don't think there was anything like that on the on the show. If so, mm. maybe that's the undercard, and you know to skip that part. You know when you watch a Glee show, I don't know. But sometimes, sometimes their opening match is like all the Strongheart guys. They, their match order is kind of weird usually. Um, they also do this thing at the beginning of their shows where, like a lot, like a lot of the top guys just come out and just kind of stand there and pose for pictures and then like hype the crowd up and say, have a Glee day. And then they go back to the locker room and then they come out again and wrestle. It's weird. <laughs> that is kind of weird. Oh my goodness. But it's good. Yeah, it's good. And if you guys do not want to listen to Mr. Andy's recommendation, uh, Doki L. Lindemann is the main event. So just to help you guys right. out. Absolutely. So the, yeah. It's like easy to find, you know, yeah, I mean, we could have waited until we had some New Japan shows to talk about, but uh, I think there's three. There's, there's like one on Friday, and then there's like uh, Monday and Tuesday. So that would have mean waiting until next week to do something. And I prefer this way, where we can just talk yeah. some shit and gas bag about various things, mostly wrestling anyway. This is our most, I think this is our most wrestling filled Never Realm ever. Uh, it could be. It could be. I'm not sure. We've we've had some where we only. I, well, you're right. You're probably right. Yes. I mean, we didn't even mention Star Trek once. Oh, well. Um, oh, I did. I mentioned it when we were talking about now. streaming services. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. Well, when I wonder when the next Star Trek show comes. I mean, like, is it going to be Picard season three? Is that what's next? Ugh, I'm not going to watch that. Look, I don't care about watching finishing season one and watching season two, but I'll watch see, the start of season three at least because my boy Worf's in it, and I love Mr. Oh, Worf. He? He's the fucking oh, best. Man. Worf's going to be in so, the season. They're all all the next generation guys are going to be in the in, in, in it. So that alone, that's what it should have been in fucking season goddamn one, by the way. Not See, it's about at least we're getting it. I mean, Star Wars still couldn't give us fucking awesome scenes with Leia, Leia, Han, and Luke. No, we couldn't have those. Why? It, because it's what everyone would have wanted. We got to have subvert accent. Fucking subvert. Fucking. But yeah, we're getting the next generation, people. Well, so I heard that the way that happened is that, like, you know, Captain Picard was like, oh, this show's all about me. It's called Picard, so I don't want any of the other people on the show. But then they were like, well, we got to have some. And so, like, eventually it became like, this show is awful. We got to do something to save it. And so they brought everybody else in. That's what I heard, but who knows what's true. It's just like, I don't, I mean, like, it's been a shit, like, a shit show, dude. And I, there is a twist in the show that I want to tell you so bad. But you need, I guess you you need to experience it because it is like, oh really? Well, that kind of changes everything. It's uh, yeah, yeah. Something pretty fucked up <clears throat> happens in the show, dude. So <clears throat> I don't mind if you spoil it for me, but you, you don't have to do it now. You, we we can do that another time. Okay. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm not watching it. It's yeah. I look. Watching a 90-minute Bruce Willis movie, it's torture, but that's 90 minutes. I'm not watching a fucking, like, 10-part crap fest. That's just, I can't do it. I can't, Miss Andy. I just, Don't I want you it. want to see Seven of Nine running around? You know? That's what well, she does in every episode. She just runs around. <laughs> I've got no complaints about that. That's pretty much what she did on Voyager as well. Uh, no, she stood there on Voyager. <laughs> she didn't run around. That's all she does. Her and the other chick, that's all she does, run around. And it's like, I don't know. It's just the action's bad. Like, Voyager did action better than Picard does. Oh, shit. Why, why can't they just cancel all the shows and just make extra Strange New Worlds? Yeah, just keep, because that, man, it's so good. I, uh... I, I'm assuming there's one season left of Discovery, at least two, and oh, I just can't anymore. I why is the main character whisper? Speak up, we can't hear you. She whispers every line, <laughs> and and like and I just I don't, I don't know what happened to that show. The first season's good, the second season's okay, and then I made it the season partway through season four and I was just like, Oh my God, it's the same thing every year. <laughs> like, hello in the other Star Trek shows, they figured out the space anomaly by the end of the, the that episode. Then they moved on. Nope. For mm -hmm. discovery. It's the whole season. And you're just like, Oh, there's a couple oh. episodes where they, they go to a planet and some problem happens and they fix it and then they leave. And that's like the best episodes. Yes. Yeah, I, <laughs> 
because it feels oh, like man. Star Trek. <laughs> hey, well, at least they're giving us that now. You know, we could always go back and watch Strange New Worlds again if we want that kind of thing or any other Star Trek show except Enterprise. <laughs> I don't think I ever finished the original Enterprise show. I did not either. I didn't either. I just, I know, what is that I know, song? Oh, it's been enough, I, I know song? that <laughs> it's so bad. I know that apparently seasons three and four are supposed to be pretty good, but um, I don't know. I just never got around I'm to it. Gonna, never going to make it. I've tried like four times and I'm never going to make it. Because you feel um, like you have to start from the start, right? And just weather yeah. the storm until you get to the good shit. Then you realize there's like 44 episodes of crap you have to get through <laughs> to get to the good shit. And that's 44. Yeah, there's not even 44 episodes of I Think You Should Leave, you know? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. All right, goodness. man. Yep. Oh. oh, my goodness. All right, I... Uh... You mentioned wrapping it up like 10 minutes ago and then I managed to string it out for another 10. So I feel really bad. I'm sorry if you're busting it. <laughs> but uh, unless you got anything to add, Mr. Andy. In, in Gato, we trust. U, UHF matches. Oh, man, I'm ready. You ready? Yes. Sorry for you. Gross. Sorry. Sorry. You want me to do that again? 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 Again?